Welcome to the Character Combine Podcast. I'm Josh Takimoto. And I am Deb McCollum. And welcome back for another episode. Uh, a lot's happened since the last time we recorded because we took a, not that this really matters to you guys, but we took a week off. Okay. Um, and so I think what, since the last time we recorded. Yeah. Um, that wasn't that Michelle? I think so. Michelle Dapper. Michelle Dapper, yeah. which, is a, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, definitely go back and listen to that. Um, prior to that, we did kind of a random questions mm. one. Uh, we call it sports chat, just a bunch of topics and, and questions that we got from people on social media. Mm. Uh, there was one where we did multi-sport athletes versus specialization because that was yeah. something that kind of came across our mm. social media. That was kind of a big deal. Right. Um, and then prior to that, Chris Horner, which was a mm. really good episode from Casserole High School. And um, there's, a, there's a bunch. I think this will be episode, I want to say like 36 or 37. That's crazy. So. We have a lot you guys can go back and listen to, Ooh. and a lot of fun guests, a lot of really good guests. Um, so I would definitely recommend that you guys you guys do that. Yeah. Um, but you started school. I did. Since, I went I think, back last to work. Time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, since oh yeah, that's right. Because last time yeah. with Michelle, I wasn't. Yep. I've been in, at, I've been back at work for two weeks now. Um, back in you know full gear, full swing of things. So. Right. So shout out to because uh, <laughs> you're if if you're new to the podcast yeah. and you haven't listened to much or many episodes, you're a uh, an assistant AD at yes. the school that you teach at. So mm-hmm. um, shout out to all the ADs and coaches for Man. getting back into the swing of things, yeah. especially for fall sports because we know that, well, honestly, you guys have been going prior to school yeah. anyways. Well, I can't, you know, I can't steal the credit. My my AD, I'm an assistant, so I, my AD has definitely worked her butt off. I'm not going to lie. I didn't I didn't start helping out as soon as, as soon as school started, but okay. I know I could, I know I so totally still, could have taken that. But credit. you still have but, a job as assistant yeah. AD. Oh yeah, and so, um, but she's been going I think ever since the end of summer just to try to because to gear up for football because football started a little earlier. Got it. But um, but yeah, but now we are all hands on deck, full gear. School has started. Yeah. The craziness has started, yes. but it's great. I love it. We you know, it um, I I love being able to. Well, the thing I love about being an assistant athletic director is it forces... You don't have to show up until the first day of school. Yeah. No, <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's my yeah. assistant. That's the best spot ever. No, um, I just, you know, it 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 forces me to go to the games that I need to work, but then I, it, I'm it i there, and I'm like, I, right. I love I love it. I love being here. I love watching the games and, you know, watching our girls and boys play, so it's great. Yeah. Well, and... It's got to be good too. Not that it's really come up, but if you think it's, you know, it's crazy. I just mm. had this thought. We started this podcast in the winter, towards the end of winter. Yeah, of, January of this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did. We haven't experienced this part of the school right. year, the sports mm-hmm. season, and all of that. Mm. So um, it'll be interesting to see if now that you're going back, you're yeah. going back as the assistant AD. You're going to these sports events if you're looking at it through the lens of the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I've noticed things I've gone to, right. even though I was I was working for the Character Combine and kind of noticing things that athletes did or coaches did, even since doing the podcast, I've gone to sports events and you start seeing stuff, like high school sports events and you yeah. see stuff that's like, oh, that might be good to talk about for the podcast. Yeah. So we might get some good content out of this. Wait, hopefully. Hopefully I'm paying. Well, maybe hopefully not though. 
hopefully it's good content. You know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like there was. I feel like at one point Harper was saying, "There, he's he's always hopes for a day when we don't have to do the character combine because that means all these coaches just have it dialed in mm-hmm. and they've made character the priority, mm-hmm. integrity, sportsmanship, mm-hmm. all of that, and we don't. There's not a need for a conference or a podcast that talks about these things." Mm-hmm. Probably That's not gonna true. happen, but yeah, that would be nice. That's that the goal, would right? Be great, right? So yeah. that being said, there's a good chance this school year you're gonna have some things pop up that we'll talk about. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully I'll be paying attention just as much as you are when you're out in the world. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I know. Why are you? That? No, I know. I well, you know what? And sometimes your, when I'm at... your AD follows follows us on Twitter, so I may have to mention, um... highlight this part of the podcast. Like, why? I why did you uh, let me back up. Choose her because let I feel like rephrase. she doesn't do nothing. You know what? I, I, moving on, new topic. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Moving on. No. You know what? No. If I was more loyal, <laughs> then I wouldn't have oh. said those things. Boom. Boom. Look at that. I'm a pro. There is That's our segue. There's our segue into yep. our topic and is loyalty. 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 Thanks, Josh. Thank Appreciate you. It. Um, I so, didn't mean any of those things. It was just a setup. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, they're done listening to our nonsense. Yeah. So. We're, We're, yep, five minutes in. Five minutes in. Okay, nonsense all the way through and through. All right, you guys, we are... That's not true at all. No. If you've ever listened to this podcast, you know that's not true, so... Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, feel like De- I feel like Deb's going to fall asleep. No. I keep rubbing my eyes. I know, eyes. that's concerning me. No, that's how you know that work has started. Is when There you go. That's I'm true. Not, I'm, I, I will admit it, I'm a spoiled teacher, so I get the summers off, mm-hmm. and so I, I'm one of those... 30 something year olds to where I can still sleep like a teenager. So <laughs> I sleep in all day okay. when I can, when I can, mind you, not every sure. day over the summer. But, and so I'm still. Like when you're 80s doing all the work in your. Yes, pretty much. I'm just going to no. keep bringing that up the whole, the whole season. Great. Yeah. <laughs> so I am, I am still adjusting, but here I am complaining and you're the one, you know, with the little one. So I feel even worse now. <laughs> that wasn't the intention, but. All right. Okay. Anyways, let's let's Josh keep, keep it loyal. rolling. Josh is loyal to my feelings. Okay. Anyway, no, no, no. <laughs> loyalty. <laughs> okay. Hang on, because I saw you with a definition. Yeah. I'll pull, let me pull that up. So okay. loyalty is something that we hear about all the time. I think it's something that we value. I think most. I would say most people, if not all mm-hmm. people, value it in um, relationships, whether it's a romantic relationship, mm-hmm. um, friendships, family relationships, work relationships. And, and sports too. I think loyalty is a, a big thing that people value, but then I, I think there's also some different layers to it. So uh, loyalty by definition is a strong feeling of support or allegiance. So yeah. I think it's pretty simple, but I think that pretty much sums up what loyalty is. I personally really value loyalty and I try mm-hmm. myself to be loyal to the people that uh, I'm closest with mm-hmm. because I, I think there's value in that. And I think that along with that comes trust. Um, and you know that that person has your back. You know that person um, has your best interest in mind. And you can count on that person. And I think that's, for me, that's the biggest thing. And especially when it comes to the sports world, loyalty is huge. Because you, I think you want a coach that's loyal to the program, loyal to the athletes and their well-being. Uh, you want assistant coaches that are loyal to the head coach and the, the athletes. Mm-hmm. I think you want athletes that are loyal to each other. Mm-hmm. And... There's a lot of ways you can look at this, and we we obviously primarily are speaking to um, high school athletes and coaches. So I think that's something that we really value is 
hey, you got to be loyal to this team and loyal to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we know, and as you and I have talked about, you know, prior to recording, the it seems like the higher you go up in competitive sports, um, the more that can tend to disappear and mm-hmm. money gets involved, uh, fame gets involved, scholarships get involved. Mm-hmm. And so as much as we try to, to teach that at a young, lo- a young level and as much as we try to teach that to young athletes, certain things tend to get in the way and then, it, then there becomes this question of, are you obligated to be loyal as an athlete, as an individual? Because you know, mm-hmm. is, are, is your ownership loyal to you? Is, right. Are other athletes looking out for themselves or mm-hmm. are they loyal to you? You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah. um, it's, it's weird because I feel like the higher, and, and even like we talked about, earlier and we can dive more into this even it's starting to trickle down into the lower levels too where you have um youth sports that you have aau teams you have uh club or i don't know what soccer does i don't know what the higher levels of soccer is i think it's club um you know their whole goal is to get you to the highest level uh you know travel baseball teams high school football teams you know it's Mm -hmm. like it's kind of crazy how that works and so even at those levels Uh even though money is not at play usually yeah right <laughs> um the whole goal is sometimes getting to that higher level in money yeah. and status mm-hmm. so it kind of becomes a, a, a problem so yeah. um i don't know it's, it's a it's a big topic i think yeah. the more we talked about it the more ide- ideas kind of started snowballing mm-hmm. and we thought okay there's actually a lot to this and it is really worth a whole podcast i think yeah well and like there's you know like you said when when you get to the higher level <laughs> Sorry, that was, and- <laughs> <laughs> that was my just- water bottle that was he totally opened his hydro flask and it made this the loudest noise. I don't know if you guys heard it. Anyway. I'm going to leave that open. We're going to leave, leave it in there. Um, you know, when money with loyalty... Well, and it's funny because I was even, you know, asking, um, you know, just some people today, like, what is, you know, what does loyalty mean to you um, on a team, um, with athletics, with sports, with coaches? And a lot of the, a lot of the answers and responses were... Um, kind of just like what you said, like with just, you know, loyalty, you know, it has to do with trust and, um, having your teammates back and just as a coach, you're loyal to the program, um, to, you know, it, it helps to build a cohesive team. And I think that's the first thing that might come to some minds. And then I had, um, someone come back around and say, there is, there is no loyalty in sports at mm-hmm. all anymore. And I was like, hmm, keep going. <laughs> and so that's yeah. when, you know, then they started launching into pretty much what you said about, um, uh, you know, well, you know, when money's involved, when, especially at the professional level, um, you know, it's it, it's one of those things that gets kind of muddled, right? It's like, well, what's best for you? What, you know, are you going to take this deal? Or are you not going to take this deal? Because, you know, like with football, what was he, um, that person was saying how football, they have a five what they say, like a five-year lifespan or something. And so, yeah, it's, yeah. it's very, it's very short. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so they need to do what's best for them, whether it's, this is a better deal. So I'm going to go with this or no, I'm not going to go with this deal because I want to live <laughs> in, within the next couple of years and I'm tired of getting hit so much. So, well, that, that, I just have, I don't know if you were following it on the, <clears throat> on the news recently, excuse me, on the news recently, but Andrew Luck, mm-hmm. the quarterback for the Indianapolis yep. Colts, just over the weekend, yep. announced his retirement. Mm. Um, I don't think he really announced it. I think it sounds like it was maybe leaked oh, okay. at a terrible time. And you just leaked it again, so thanks. Yeah. Now, at this point, if you haven't heard, if you haven't heard it, 
I don't know what's going on You're with you. You're living in yeah, the rock. Pretty yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but, you know, however that information got out, it was in the middle of one of their preseason games. Yeah. And, you know, I think just to kind of paraphrase what he said in his press mm-hmm. conference, you know, he's had kind of throughout his whole career, he's battled with injuries. Mm, um, right. I think it was a torn labrum, a lacerated kidney at one point. And he's and still young. He's only 29. <sighs> so it's crazy and he's dealt with all of that how are we older than him yeah so like this right is cra- yeah i didn't even think about that but yeah we are. <laughs> he's, <laughs> yeah. he's way bigger and you know right. he, he seems older but yeah, yeah no you're yeah. right wow. um so he's dealt with all this stuff and yeah, yeah. It, it kind of came i think he said something that pretty much summed it up he's like mm-hmm. i've just kind of lost my joy yeah um you know and i think you have you had people obviously chime in because people have to share their opinion of on course. social media of course um you know, some people, a lot of people were in support of him and saying, hey, good for you. Your health is the main thing. Some people were like, you know, this was selfish. You know, again, where was the loyalty? Um, yeah, the timing was definitely not good, um, mm-hmm. for sure. It puts your team in a, in a very um, difficult spot. But, um, you know, it's just it's one of those things. You can look at it every which way, and mm-hmm. there's probably a different, yeah. a different take. Yeah. Um, but that's a perfect example. Same yeah. thing with, you know, something we talked about a little bit with Michelle Dapper because mm-hmm. she was – the day she recorded with us, she was coming from um, Raiders training camp, mm, okay. and so um, or not training camp from their from one of their practices, and she was talking about at that point Antonio Brown and his helmet issue was yeah. the same thing. Now that's a very different thing than Andrew Luck. It has nothing to do with rehabbing or anything like that. It has everything to do with he wants to wear a specific helmet that the NFL mm. is saying you cannot wear, and so that becomes kind of a loyalty thing too because and he had some other issues as mm-hmm. well but mm-hmm. it's kind of like okay it seems to be all about you mm-hmm. in this moment um wh- what about the team you're taking right. time away from the team or you know spotlights away from the team so it becomes a very weird thing so yeah. you know two things that two different individuals dealt with but i, I think they both kind of have to do with loyalty yeah. and at that point that's where the loyalty becomes tricky because at that point you know, especially with Andrew Luck, mm. you know, it's your health. Yeah. So you don't want to compromise that, right. but then you do have, I mean, you are the leader of that team. Mm-hmm. So how do you balance the two things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a tough know. choice. I don't, I mean, you know, I'm just sitting here thinking like, okay, well, if I were him, what would I do? <laughs> you know, it's like that, you know, that is tough. Cause like you said, with the helmet thing, that's more of a preference, right. I think in my, you know, in my opinion, but, um, with Andrew's thing, it's a, it's, um, that's your health. And so you have to be selfish when it comes to your health, especially right. when, and we all know that, um, just how, you know, crazy football can get. I mean, you're literally slant, get, being hit by trucks every day, pretty much. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's why their, their, um, career span isn't that long. Right. Um, because it is dangerous. So at that point you do, I think you do have to be selfish and I understand the, both the fans, both sides of, you know, how, and like you said, it kind of put him in a tough position or kind of put his team in a tough position right. with the timing and everything. Right. right. I mean, but you know, I'm just kind of throwing my hands up at this point. It's like, uh, it's, you know, it's your health. So you kind of have to be selfish. So there are different, definitely different levels of loyalty that can be debated about. And, you know, it's all over the news with just pro teams uh, and multiple sport levels, just um, people changing teams and just, you know, we're, you know, fans going crazy. Where's right. your loyalty? <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you know, something that I feel like someone mentioned this something on a podcast about the Andrew Luck situation. Mm. Um, it's interesting, too, because that's, so that's his job. Mm-hmm. 
being an NFL quarterback is his job or was his job. So when it comes to, you know, I've never had to rehab an injury, um, but I know people that have, mm -hmm. and it's just, it's, it drives them crazy. Like mentally, mm -hmm. physically, it's just, it's very draining mm -hmm. because it requires a lot of time and effort. Mm -hmm. That's just for someone who's, who works a nine to five and is trying to rehab some injury that doesn't affect their actual livelihood mm -hmm. for him. That's it, it affects his livelihood. Mm -hmm. So the, I'm sure that the rehab is way more intense. Mm -hmm. It's probably constant 24 seven. You're getting the best treatment, but at the same time it's, it consumes your life. Mm -hmm. Right. And you would know better. Mm -hmm. Um, yep. but, I think that's something that we take, take into consideration too. It's like, mm -hmm. I think the toll it would take on someone like that mm -hmm. is much different. And if his life is football, mm -hmm. if his joy, and it kind of goes to the self-worth thing, if it mm -hmm. if it's all wrapped up in football and that thing's mm -hmm. taken away from you, it's going to take a different toll on you, I think, yeah. than, you know, so... It, I think yeah. we've kind of gotten away from the topic a little bit, I know. but um, <laughs> we started talking about yeah, yeah. Andrew Luck and his retirement situation. And, yeah, yeah. Well, then I mean, but just it's, lo it's loyalty, though. I mean, it's right. Like, yeah. I will, and I think in that situation, I just in my in my head, I was just thinking at the end of the day, if it's that, if it comes to that, to where like this is your joy, this is your self worth. At the end of the day, you need to be loyal to yourself. Right. And what and I and I think that that's what he was doing. Um, being loyal to himself and I mean at that point he had to choose I think between I think him and his team anyway okay we're getting well, no, no, no. I mean, that's a good point though because yeah. I think and I don't I can't I'm not in his mind we only right. know what he said and I didn't listen to the whole press conference or anything like that but I think you could also make the case that even though the timing was bad mm. and right before the regular season mm. was getting ready to start and it, I mean, it really does put your teammates in a bad spot yeah um, you could also make the case that like for example, like when, when you and I first talked about this podcast, um, I had to make sure that you were fully interested and bought into what we were doing. Because if you weren't, then I needed to find someone different. Mm -hmm. Because it wasn't gonna work if you're like, yeah, I can probably make it to this day. Oh, I can't make it to this day. And if it was constant, you know, there's no consistency. Yeah. Then it's kind of like, well, you have one foot out, one foot in. You're mm -hmm. not really that interested, so this is not beneficial for what we're doing here. Mm -hmm. I think mean, it could be the same thing for them. It's like if you have a quarterback that's maybe not fully in it and mm -hmm. has this thing in the back of his mind where he's like, I'd rather be doing anything else right now because I have mm -hmm. no joy for the game of football anymore. Mm -hmm. You could make the case that they're making the best choice for not only themselves, but also for their mm -hmm. team. Yeah. Um, so I think there's different ways you can look yeah, at it. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it too, though. Maybe. And it may not be part of his mindset at all, but there's... A possibility that it yeah, is. Yeah, absolutely. Know? Otherwise, you're just you know yeah. holding everybody back. Right. No, true. And again, it's I think it's all about perspective when you're thinking of loyalty and sports. Um, you know, just with the whole money situation, some people have to do what's best for them and um, go for the best deal, I, I guess. And you know, but um, I mean, I, I and I've never obviously been in that situation. Josh and I are, are not pro. No. Uh, athletes, if you guys didn't know, if you're listening on this for the first time, we're not time, pro podcasters. We are we're not, not like pro, pro anything. Pro, yeah, yeah. Maybe well, you are. I'm, I'm pro. I'm a. I'm trying to think now. What am I? I was gonna say I am. <laughs> I was really interested because I thought you were gonna bring something like new to the table with this, but no, that was. Oh, that was like a fizzle and like. Oh you know my that, gosh. Um, we're okay. both we're both big Office fans. Yes. The TV show. <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about? There's yes. that one scene where he's like, sometimes I just start talking and. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly just what that now. moment was. Yeah, because uh, halfway through your words, I'm like, oh, she has no idea where she's going. Sometimes, what did he, what did Steve Carell say? Sometimes I'm just talking and I have no idea what I'm and saying. I hope and it I'm like lands somewhere. Yeah, 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 and I just go with it. <laughs> 
That's what that felt like. So that's exactly. I hope some of the listeners know that show as well as we do. Because oh my gosh. that's my first thought. I, well, I was going to say I'm a pro at life. But then in my head, I was like, that sounds dumb. Like right before I was going to say it. And then so in saying it out loud well, again, it, again, it still sounds dumb. So I kind of wish you didn't say it just now. <laughs> so, so basically, let's just sum this up. So the choices were you either start down a road with no destination or you say that nonsense. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. So, anyways, we're not, we're not pro at anything. Let's just go with, with I, that. I, that's why I tried, that's why I tried to say off the, off the bat, and you're like, wait, hold on. <laughs> Maybe I am a pro at something. Let me figure it out what it is first. I'm pro. At, I'm a pro at being awkward. There we go. All right. We'll sure. just end yeah, yeah, it yeah, with yeah. that. Okay. okay. I'm I'm loyal to you though, so um, I'm not gonna cut that out. <laughs> so um, yeah, what were you trying? So we're not we're not pros at all. But no. okay, so it, so we're gonna regroup so regroup let's bring it back in yeah this happens every episode if you're new to this probably, probably this happens this every episode yeah not this bad so sorry we apologize okay we're bringing no, back can't in apologize no this, okay this is who deb is i'm this sorry is who i am <laughs> take it or leave it okay yep reel it back in loyalty so but yeah so no i think what your what your coworker said was really interesting yeah. about how there's no loyalty mm-hmm. which i guess here's the thing i agree with i agree with him mm-hmm. in the sense that that's Ends up, that ends up happening in professional sports, mm-hmm. um, some college sports as well. But I, I also don't think that re- that doesn't excuse high school coaches or youth coaches mm-hmm. from instilling a level of loyalty mm-hmm. in their athletes. I mean, what do you think about that? Because I don't think we can just say there's no loyalty. Because I mean, otherwise you're gonna have a bunch of little yeah. douchebags running around. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? What did like, you say? A bunch of little douchebags like on the little league field. <laughs> oh you know my I mean? gosh! It's like yes. Um, well, yeah. Like refusing, like so. For oh in our gosh, world yeah. of baseball, softball, it's like, hey, hey, well, did you not see my sign? I gave you the sign, but well, two times. Yes. You're like, eh, yeah, no, I got my my you know launch angle. I got my my home just... runs up. Like what? <laughs> You're eight. <laughs> You're eight. Like why are you doing this? Hey, I got to look but out that, myself, coach. That happens still though. It's ridiculous. Oh, for sure. And at, I mean, at the high school level too. And right. um, well, and just so. And it's funny because when we were talking, I was talking to him and um, just a couple other coworkers were like, okay, well, that's the pro level. Just like what you said. Well, mm-hmm. What about, let's talk about beneath that college and then high school. And with, um, with what I see in high school, um, any sport, I guess that is um, the, at the competitive league, AAU, um, mm-hmm. I used to call it travel league back in my day, right? back in my hometown. Um, mm-hmm. There, I mean, it's different now. So I've seen it evolve from a um, very loyal standpoint and team first standpoint to now where it's competitive. And there are a lot of what's called, at least in the softball world, again, that's all I can compare to sometimes. In the softball world, there are a lot of showcases. Right. And, um, yeah. and, uh, and competitive in the ASA world. And um, that is very much a me, me, look at me, look at my skills, because that's how they get their scholarships. So... Um, and so what, what happens from there sometimes is not only, I mean, there's that, but then a lot of, um, athletes, um, not just softball, any, any level, any sport jump from team to team to team, um, for various reasons. Um, I'm not getting enough playtime, whether it's, you know, you know, from the request is from the athlete or the parent. A lot of the times it's the parent when it's at the high school level. Right. Um, cause obviously the parent is still making all the executive decisions. So, I think that's where my coworker was talking about too, where there is, you know, no loyalty, even at the high school level. And now that's not to say no, as in like all caps underline none anywhere, mm-hmm. but that it's an issue. Absolutely. And it's yeah, something yeah. that, um, 
is I think you know talked about a lot whether whether the the word loyalty is in question but I know that I have heard a lot of people complain um, oh this person's now on this team okay Nick not even a full season later okay they switched to this team because I don't know if they're just trying to find um, more play time which is a very much I attitude me 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 yeah but like you said the end result if the end result is money scholarships and then from mm-hmm. their pro then that is their motivation so it becomes all muddled because it's like okay well i see i understand they're trying to do what's best for them because they're trying to get looked at and you know but they're leaving all these teams behind and that's not you know that's not fair either so um you know when is it going to be you're on a team team first but then how do you navigate to make the best choice for you but um so you okay so josh and i talked on the on the phone on the road before we got here to this podcast we were like talking about this topic a little bit that was stuck in traffic i was stuck in traffic it was awful (laughs) horrible and so um and you had mentioned that um joe davidson um which is one of our guests that we recorded with a few episodes it was awesome yeah i don't remember what number it was but you guys can search through our feed and find it it was good joe davidson um you said that he had a podcast and he was um was saying on a on a podcast. So it was with uh, he did a podcast you say it with better. Go ahead. Steve Montoya <laughs> okay. of uh, Max Preps. Mm-hmm. So I, it was a little while ago, and it was I believe it was during basketball season because yeah. they were they were I think they were specifically talking about basketball and yeah. how uh, and he meant, he talked about it a little bit on our podcast too mm-hmm. that we did with him. But the idea that you have all these athletes that are trying to get the best look, mm-hmm. and so they're transferring to different schools. You know they're leaving their hometown school and going to these other places because they think okay if i can go to this prestigious program then i'm gonna get the best look possible and then it increases my chances of scholarship and if i if i remember correctly i don't want to speak for joe so like really go back and listen to that episode but i think he was saying colleges programs mm-hmm. are looking at a lot of other things and if your talent if you're talented mm-hmm. the town's going to translate and that i think they were saying there's a lot of value in staying with your hometown hmm. school or your local school. Wow. Um, but like you had mentioned earlier, I think a lot of times parents, you know, get involved in trying to get mm-hmm. your kid the best look. The athletes are, you know, talking to other athletes and mm-hmm. trying to get to places where they feel like they can get the best look. Yeah. The problem too is a lot of these, there's a reason why professional college athletes, there's only so many. Mm. professional athletes there's only so many it's mm-hmm. like the one percent of the one percent of right. the one percent mm. most of the, most of these athletes aren't going to make it so mm. it's kind of a bummer because i feel like mm. really what's happening is you're just creating this idea of selfishness mm. inside the athletes right and they're not even going to make it to a level where they're going to get paid to play mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so yeah. it's like mm. it just becomes nonsense at that point and so right. I, and I get that you want what's best for your, for your uh, son right. or daughter, your athlete. Mm-hmm. I understand that the athletes are pursuing this dream. But, you know, I, I just I feel like there's a world that you can live in where you don't have to choose between the two. Like you can pursue that dream of mm-hmm. um, professional athletics, but also be it's really instilling that sense of loyalty in yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a difference. Like yeah. there's there's being loyal to a fault and then there's being loyal you know, where you have a, a good good self-awareness of the situation. Mm-hmm. If you're in a really bad program where the coach is terrible and not saying like, I'm talking like the coaches, they're, they're a bad coach, you know, in every aspect from the character standpoint, mm-hmm. from the X's and O's. If they're just not a great coach and mm-hmm. it's it's becoming problematic for all the athletes on the team, right. then yeah, I got, you don't need to be, it's like, well, I got to be loyal to this team. No, I don't yeah. think so. Because that not person's to that not, point. Not to that point. Yeah. Um, 
Now, if it's, you know, if you're in a great situation, but maybe it's not the biggest school, maybe you're in a small town where you're, you know, yeah. you're dealing with the challenges of going up against bigger, better mm -hmm. schools, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like there's a way that you can do both. Yeah, I think, I mean, definitely. I mean, the, I, this is not like the most stellar example, but um, my hometown, my hometown is Merced. And if anyone, if anyone who's listening knows where that is, <laughs> I give you a big high five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unless you're, you know, you know, unless you know me and you've heard me talk about it before. Um, but it's in, um, you know, it's, I like to describe it as it's like 45 minutes south of Modesto. That's where, <laughs> that's where it is between Modesto and Fresno. We're said, boom. So it's small town, tiny sure. town, two high schools. Now there's, there's three now, but when I was in high school, we only had two high schools. Um, and, uh, you know, and. I mean, we didn't get a ton of looks, but then again, in the so, so I played softball there. In the softball world, it is all about your comp travel team, sure. competitive team. But I do remember my freshman year, um, there, um, I was on uh, varsity, and one of our senior pitchers, she got picked up to play at Humboldt, mm. and um, I well, I remember watching her making videos of herself of mm -hmm. just, and you know, that's what you had to do back then. I don't even know that they do that anymore <laughs> or send videos, in. but you know, she did her own work and she did her own hard work and. It didn't really matter that we were Merced, that we, I, I think we went to playoffs. I don't remember that year. I don't think mm -hmm. we did it all. I don't know. We, like, we weren't like amazing. Um, and um, I'm, I, don't, I can't speak for what travel team she played on. I don't remember. But anything with, ba basically any competitive team or near the Merced area was not very stellar. Sure. And I'm not trying to say that to take away from that town. That's my hometown. Mm -hmm. I love it. They're growing and they're doing amazing. But um, just, I, I don't know if it's the resources or what, but that's, it's like a cow town. So you'd have to, I had to travel to Tracy to play on a competitive team when I got older, right. just right. to kind of branch out a little bit. So anyway, um, but she ended up going to Humboldt all four years, you know, she's, you know, she's not playing anymore. She's has her, her career going right now. But I think that in and of itself for me was a testament of, okay, you don't need to play for a big, bad school or a, you know, big, bad, um, uh, travel team going winning nationals winning you know all this stuff like that is cool that's a bonus but sometimes you you don't need that like you said that um this your skills speak for themselves and I think your individual hard work you know and she was loyal to our town and I don't I don't know if that had anything to do with it or yeah. if she had a choice but um I just remember that and I that always has stuck with me is watching her make her videos and her just working hard on her own outside awesome. of working with the team right so no, that's that's a great example. I think, um, yeah, I just feel like you know, I think I still think that as as coaches, that's something that we we need to still instill mm -hmm. in our team. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, you can't you can't force someone to be loyal. They have to really buy right. into the program. They have to buy into the team. They have to hopefully have good chemistry and good relationships with their teammates. And so that it's not like you're telling yourself, hey, I need to be loyal to my team. Hopefully, it's just a byproduct of the culture of that team. <laughs> And when you step foot onto that field or that court with that program, mm -hmm. it's just something that you do because it's just, like I said, just so ingrained in that program. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so I think it's, it should always, especially at the high school lover, level level, <laughs> that's a high school lover. That's what You're I'm talking about. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. My, make any sense. This is what happens when you hang out with me too much is my awkwardness <laughs> rubs off rub on off. you. It happens to everybody. It's okay. Yeah. Be yeah. careful, listeners. That's right. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. don't I'm drive gonna, while you're listening to this. I'm not gonna have any friends now. Now that I said that. Sorry, <laughs> that's not true. You're gonna go play soccer tonight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that we'll talk about that later. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see how <laughs> see how it goes next week. 
Um, I signed up for an indoor soccer class. I've never played soccer before. It should go well. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, moving on. So we'll, we'll, we'll check back. <laughs> we'll update everybody on how that went next week. Oh, I'm sure they'll be dying to hear. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure they're like, oh, we can't wait to hear about dead soccer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I, I definitely think like, because obviously, like we said at the beginning of the show, loyalty is a good trait. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. Right. Um, anything, any, I guess, too much of anything is a bad thing. Like I said, if you're loyal to a fault, then that can you know, be problematic. But the idea of loyalty, the definition of loyalty, mm. not a bad thing at all. So mm. I think as coaches, we should really be trying to instill that into our athletes. And yeah, mm. like for, I, I guess, I, I don't know the equivalent of this for other sports, but for softball, baseball, there are showcases, mm-hmm. which a lot of those showcases are, it's, it is about the individual. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, yeah, that's, that's what that's about. So mm. if you're going to a showcase, yeah. Mm-hmm. Get after it, it because that's it's your time to shine. But if you're yeah. part of a team, yes, you know, you need to be able to make that transition. Pretty much, we've. Ha- I, I mean, so. I mean, I've come across that issue myself where we've had to tell our girls like, "Hey, like, okay, cool, good for you. You played on a showcase, like, you did your thing, but now you're on our team. Right? There's a difference, and so right. we've had to kind of remind them like, it's not about you anymore. Now that right. you're, it's not summer ball showcase anymore. It is now spring softball school ball. You are on a team, and there's no I in team <laughs> and you right, know, all right. that, all those other cliche speeches, but, right. but to be able to transition and know the difference. Right. Yeah. And, and the bottom line is they don't have to be on the team. No. You know, if they're really talented, you yeah. as a coach, you want them on the team. Mm-hmm. You would love to have them on the team, but mm-hmm. they don't have to be there. So it's no, like, Hey, true. you can, if, mm-hmm. if we're, if our, if our team mentality, if our team loyalty is, um, you feel as a speed bump to your mm-hmm. own personal success, you don't have to be here. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can you can go do your own thing and mm-hmm. prepare and train and mm-hmm. get yourself ready for whatever is next. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, and obviously that's easier said than done. You don't want to just discard yeah. a talented player. But uh, you know, as coaches, I think sometimes that's the kind of stuff that you have to do. And we know people that have done stuff like that um, where they're like, hey, it's obvious that you're in it for yourself. So mm-hmm. that's not what we're about here. We're not. Mm-hmm. We may not win. A state title we may not win a second title we may not even win league mm. but what we are going to do here is you know teach you guys about these principles loyalty being one of them mm-hmm. and so if you're not on board then this mm-hmm. may not be the best place for you and maybe you do need to transfer somewhere else yeah well and it's you know and it's a bummer because even if <clears throat> so if that like just a scenario in my head so you know a player is like okay i'm out peace out um it sucks though because then if they are gonna their goal obviously is to move on and play at the higher level that's not going to help them because at the higher level, it's even more, uh, you know, not to take away from the younger, like high school level, but once you go to a college, collegiate or pro team, even if you do end up bouncing around there in that moment, and when you're on that team, you better learn how to be, it's, you know, a teammate and, and be loyal to that team in the moment, at least, you know, if anything, there has to be some type of loyalty. You know what I'm oh, saying? Because sure. then that's yeah. there's the co- the co- the cohesiveness mm-hmm. of that team is going to fall apart. Right, and you you played college softball, so mm-hmm. when you go to that level, mm-hmm. you know you're around mm-hmm. your team all the time because yep. you probably have you have all classes together. Uh huh. Um, you have specific classes together that you mm-hmm. ha- you guys have to take right? right, and then you have practice and everything mm-hmm. else that goes with it, and then yep. the extra team bonding stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you're around those people all the time, yeah. you know, and you're around those people all the time in high, at high school too, yeah. but not to the same extent as college because college, yeah. most likely you're away a, from home. 
Yeah. Living, maybe you're living, right. you know, in well, dorms or whatever. Yeah. Well, and even at the college level, like you're allowed way more games than the high school level. Right. And then, and it's like a year round sport. Once you get to college, there's, you know, off season training and there, you know, you, you just are basically around each other way more for sure. Right. Yeah. Just like right. you said. Right. And yeah, that's, that's where it gets really tough, I think, because, you know, at that level, you may have, and even the high school level, you may have people that are just, you can just tell, are destined for mm-hmm. higher levels of competition. Yeah. Most of the, the majority of the team, depending on the program, is probably not. Yeah. Some people may, high school may be it for them, mm-hmm. or maybe college is it for them. Mm-hmm. And so for them, this is a big deal. Yeah. And so they're giving everything they have. So when they're mm-hmm. looking at an athlete who's the star athlete of the team that you know is going to go on to the next level and they're mm-hmm. kind of halfway in it it's like i'm mm-hmm. on a team but really i'm i'm about myself mm-hmm. that is gonna as far as your team culture that is mm-hmm. gonna create some problems yeah. I think. almost like the i'm too good to be her attitude even if right. they don't mean to send off that vibe right. that's the vibe that comes off right the whole half in half out and they're really good and they're very talented and skilled and everyone knows it it's like oh they don't you know right they don't need to be here i guess they don't want to be here they're we're not good enough for them pretty <laughs> to much be, to yeah, be their yeah. teammate yeah, so. and obviously at the college level, especially like the the big D one schools, you have yeah. a lot of people on that team that are probably in that boat. So mm-hmm. maybe it's easier to navigate those waters when you have multiple people that right. are just looking out for themselves. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm not I'm not super familiar with yeah. college sports and mm. and the uh, dynamics of those mm. teams. But you know, speaking to the high school level, I think it's really important for us as coaches to really make that a part of what we do is loyalty. Yeah. You know, it goes to it's the whole thing. It's about the name on the the front of the jersey, not the name mm-hmm. on the back. And absolutely. I think that's it's important. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah. I don't know. Do you have anything I, else to add? You know, I mean, like that was a really good wrap up. I was gonna say I was gonna clap for you. Okay. Oh, thank you. That was a good wrap. No, that no, but really, because that was the whole point of this. I mean, we can go on and on for days and talk about the different. You know, what we've seen the news and the media, and we can compare that to the high school level and how you know how that can happen and whatnot. But just the bottom line is, as like you said, as coaches, athletic directors, even as a parent, to um, just to uh, instill that in our athletes that um, you know you're on this team and this is what it means to be loyal and this is mm-hmm. what it means to. Um, you know, be a cohesive unit. And so, and that will in turn, that'll, you know, those, um, those skills that you learn will help you even when you go to the higher level. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and just, I guess one more thought, you know, is I think as a coach, if this is what you, if you've committed to talking to your players about character, Mm -hmm. talking to them about loyalty, integrity, all of those things, the bottom line is you are going to have to have some tough conversations because if you coach a long time you're going to come across an athlete who doesn't have that same mentality you might have Mm -hmm. an athlete that it's like whatever you say coach i want what's best for the team Mm -hmm. you're going to come across someone who doesn't have that same mentality Mm -hmm. whether they say it or not you'll just be able to tell okay they Mm -hmm. don't have this so it's gonna you're gonna have to have some tough conversations and you are a you're a mentor you're a teacher to these athletes so Mm -hmm. it will come with its challenges and i think at that point um you kind of have to decide you know, as our tagline is, you know, winning goes beyond the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've obviously we've seen coaches. And I know there's probably a lot of coaches out there that are like, hey, this is what we do. I don't care if we lose this game, but I, I may bench you for this reason mm-hmm. to try to prove a point. Um, and you have other coaches that might let things go because they're more concerned about the scoreboard mm-hmm. and what goes what goes there. So right. their loyalty might be in a weird spot are you loyal to the athlete and their well-being right and their future or are you loyal to the scoreboard and your in your standings and your record right um 
and I think if a coach is doing it the right way, I don't, again, I don't think you have to choose. I think mm-hmm. it's, you're teaching these lessons as you go mm-hmm. and you may have to have some tough conversations, but if you create a great culture of loyalty, then I think, I think you can see both the winning and, you know, building up great men and women of character mm-hmm. as you're doing it. Yeah. But again, it's, it's, it's not an easy decision. It's mm-hmm. like, right. you have to make that choice to do it. And right. it might be, you may have to have a conversation with a kid that said, that results in saying, oh, okay, I'm done. Yeah. And there's another side of it too, where I think sometimes coaches uh, get so gung ho about the character and integrity thing, which is awesome, mm-hmm. until it gets like, it gets sometimes it can too get much. weird, where it's like, I cracked down on this kid for this and this and this. I'm like, okay, that might have been too much. The, yeah, the, the crime did not finish. Or, uh, the, the punishment did not fit the crime. the crime. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, okay, I get what you're trying to do. And I appreciate yeah. it, but maybe we tone yeah. back a little tone bit back. because it yeah. seemed a little intense. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. but. Yeah. It's all about finding a balance. and Definitely finding a balance. Yeah. And uh, just in, just to kind of top off what Josh just said, just we're, you know, as coaches and athletic directors and um, parents, you're, we're teaching these athletes how basically to deal with life after sport. Everything kind of translates over. You got to do, you got to take the wins. Um, with uh, dignity and take the losses um, with your head held high and you got to keep moving forward and not place blame on anybody right and um, you know among among many other things but that's basically what we're doing here what we're trying to do yeah what time is it man okay hold on you got another thought well no yeah something I something I forgot to put in my notes that I just thought about too there is a part and we've talked we talked about this a long time ago okay Um, there is a point to and I'm not I don't even think I'm qualified I, I are we qual- I, are we qualified to say anything yeah, on here? That's a great point. That's a great point. You're you're very very. We uh, are not. Right. <laughs> there could be a point too where loyalty. I guess with loyalty, you have to be careful, right? Because there's a we're talking about we're talking about loyalty, where it's like you have someone's back. Mm-hmm. Um, you want what's best for them. You want what's best for your team. I'm, we've obviously obviously heard stories about like hazing yeah. and crazy stuff mm-hmm. that's happened like that. Now. I don't know. I, I don't even think I have an answer, mm-hmm. but that's where it gets weird, right? Because there's kind of sometimes with sports, there's this um, like fight club mentality mm-hmm. where it's like you know what happens in fight club, kind of like mob mentality. We don't, we don't talk, too. We don't talk about, you don't talk about fight club, whatever that yeah. saying is. I can't yeah. remember. So you know what I'm saying? There's kind of that thing. Same thing that you see in professional sports. Sometimes stuff leaks out from the locker room to the mm-hmm. media, and that becomes an issue. It's like okay, well that was said within the confines of the locker room, yet it made it out into the public, mm. where they like what stays in the locker room. Or what goes in lo- down in the locker room should stay in the locker room, but if if you start getting into things that are not good, then where does the you know what I'm saying? Right. Where do you draw the line with that? Um, in terms of it being um, healthy, I guess is the word. Right. Because if you have a say you have a football program, and um, some of the coaches say a couple of the assistant coaches uh, get into it, or maybe an assistant coach or the head coach gets into it with one of their athletes, right. and you know, all of a sudden you have your, your team start talking about that. Maybe not the best. Yeah. Because again, it starts to, it creates, a, I think, a bit of a fracture within your team. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is not a safe place where we can right. share. Same thing with, you know, if a coach, is, if an athlete shares something with a coach that, about themselves, like we've talked about in the past, whether it has to do with their self-worth or maybe some stuff that they're struggling with. Right. And a coach just decides to not keep that confidential and start sharing yeah. it with everybody. Well, then that's right. a, a breach of trust in my opinion. Yeah. Now stuff, you know, if people are doing stupid things. Yeah. Like if athletes are doing something stupid, you know, you're an athletic director. Mm-hmm. There's always something that happens every year with every school. Mm-hmm. Um, we won't talk about, but there's one in particular that you and I have talked about off air before. Yeah. Um, at that point, like, is it, 
or is it still if if a, if one of the athletes says, "Hey, coach," like I saw something, this just went down. Yeah, I, or this happened. Yeah. Yeah, that might be seen as disloyal from their teammates. Right. They're thinking they're the term that they use is snitch. So they'd be yeah, like, sure. There you a go. Snitch. A snitch. Right. <laughs> yeah. But so I guess where do you draw the line? Right. In my yeah. mind, I have a, pr- a pretty good idea of where I would draw it personally. Yeah, me um, too. And again, yeah. as an athlete, so if any athletes are listening to this, you may have to make a difficult choice. Yeah. Um, That's the hardest choice ever is to make a choice against your own peers. And, you know, against, uh, excuse me, against against the uh, popular opinion of your teammates or your peers when it comes to doing the right thing. Yeah, very difficult. And I remember for myself, like I like to think of myself as a, a fairly honest person. <laughs> but I remember one year we were playing and uh, we got to practice early and... Um, we didn't do our, our warm-up run, mm. and uh, the coach wasn't there yet. It's like, hey, like let's just start stretching, play and catch. It's all good. And uh, the coach came out, and he's like, hey, it's like it's only, practice only been five minutes. How did you guys already start playing catch? And they're like, oh, no, no, we're good, we're good. And then, of course, like he knows me and my personality. So he asked he's you. like, hey, Taco. Oh, no. You guys run? Without even like, like doubt or hesitation. I'm like, oh, yeah, absolutely. I didn't feel good about that in the moment, <laughs> but that being said, it, it's a very, it's a very big, right. there's a very big difference between, uh-huh. you know, ta- doing that for the team, if right. you will, right, about right. a simple run, warm up run, right. versus, uh, like I said, you hear these terrible hazing incidents right. where you know, varsity mm-hmm. athletes do something mm-hmm. to the lower or the underclassmen, right. and it's like, and they all keep it a secret to the point where like, it's like it's criminal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Where it's, mm-hmm. it's legally. Yeah, that's where the unhealthy part comes in you know for sure. Yeah, oh totally. Yeah, it, it happens. Yeah, and it's like yeah. you have you might have teammates that say, "Hey, why?" Like you said, "Why'd you snitch?" It's like yeah, it's like oh well. Well, I mean, what was I supposed to? What do you want me to do? Yeah, you know what I mean? Because we're trying to teach character and uh-huh. integrity. Yeah, but we're also trying to teach loyalty, and it's like for me, it's like it's a very clear line. But I right. think for especially young athletes, it's like. I will say this. I do know, not that I've been in a situation like any of that, but I can yeah. almost guarantee that if that's you and you're like, no, 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 like I'd rather, um, I'd rather not say anything so that my teammates don't hate me. Like I don't want to start anything. I'd rather just keep my mouth shut. I can guarantee you when you're older, like when you're our age, you're right. going to look back and you're going to be like, that was so wrong. I should have, right. I, I totally should have said something. And I mean, just, that would be my mentality. I would not, yeah. I would have so much guilt and so much, like I'd feel so bad yeah. Um, so sometimes it take you do have to like you said make a difficult decision and maybe not be liked by a couple of your teammates, but really does it matter in the long run? Right. Okay. Can you? I mean, I mean, just uh, we haven't been in high school in how many years? I don't know it's if we want to date ourselves, but I can't do that. I look back yeah. and I'm like, so none of that mattered. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's like it, looking back now. So, um, so anyway, I mean, I always encourage my girls like. I, you know, when they're in a situation when it's like, oh, that's not going to be like a popular opinion or, mm-hmm. you know, they don't word it exactly like that. But I can tell right. when they don't want to do something because they don't want to be disliked. I'm like, really? Do you think that's going to matter right. uh, five years from now, 10 years from now right. when you're 40? Really? Right. And they're like, well, no, probably not. So definitely not. Yeah. Right. It's just what, yeah. Yeah. And again, that's where the, that's where the character part comes in. And that's, yeah. that's why we do this podcast mm-hmm. is because, you know, there's people define character a lot of different ways, but right. it's a lot of it is you know, are you willing to stand when mm-hmm. no one else will? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think it kind of, kind of comes down to that. So, um, you know, yeah. it's a, it's a difficult thing. And, and hopefully, you know, if a, if a team culture is really strong, mm-hmm. you don't have to deal with any of that crap, mm-hmm. but there's, you know, there's always potential out there that that kind of stuff goes on. And then as an individual, you have to decide. And at that point, it's not really about loyalty anymore. It's about, um, athletes being. 
you know, yes. and if people are being harmed, then it's it's a problem. Yep. So, Absolutely. Anyways, that was yeah. that. That was good. That was a very good one. That aside we'll from pat some, ourselves on the back. Yeah, aside from some nonsense and awkwardness, but that's every episode, or at least with me, it Kinda. is. <laughs> Josh that is that like, one in the middle was really like, bad. Don't and, speak for me. She's like, yeah, I'm a pro at. Stop. <laughs> and then just hit a roadblock. I'm like, what? What are we doing here? This is she ridiculous. Had so much confidence and fell off I a cliff. did. I just my mind went blank. I had a Michael Scott moment. Anyway. Yep. Anyways. Thanks for listening. Yeah. You guys can find us on. Um, Twitter at Sports Character. We're on Instagram at Character Combine. Facebook, LinkedIn. I think that's it. That's it? Okay. Cool. All right. Thank you guys, and we will see you next week. Peace. See ya.